Hey guys, welcome back to our weekly character review. Uh, this is Jared. Uh, today we're going to be looking at Ultron, uh, kind of going over more characters from the core set. With me, as always, is Brad and Brandon. Uh, and again, as always, we are using CerebroMCP.com to look at this card, as well as the tactics card associated with Ultron. So if you guys aren't signed up and you're not using Cerebro, uh, if you have an iPhone, even if you don't have an iPhone, um, feel free to get on there and just make an account. Super easy. But uh, enough about all that. Uh, Brandon, Brad, how are you guys doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, man, doing good. Just... Enjoying the weekend. Nice. Alright, well, a uh, little bit of hobby uh, hobby talk for the week. Um, I did actually, I'm actually painting up Brandon's kingpin, so that's exciting. So, hopefully, hopefully I get that to you this Wednesday. Um, uh, what about you guys? What have you guys kind of been doing hobby-wise for the week? Go ahead, Brandon. I've, I've been pretty nonchalant. I've been building some of the X-Force characters that I bought. Uh, I got a little bit of a back backlog now. I got all the uh, new X-Men that came out and picked up Dormammu. So I've been just slowly piecing those guys together. Nice. I didn't know you picked up Dormammu. I've... Yeah, I, I got him and then... Uh... It was like everyone was playing and when I picked him up and I was like, eh, we'll just give it a little bit. And then now that not everyone's playing him locally, I'm like I might be able to throw him out there. So we'll see what happens. Fair enough. Okay. I've been building some of Brandon's models for a different game. Oh, yeah. 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 I forgot. Yeah, you are doing that, aren't you? How's that going for you? I don't know how I was conned into doing this. You're just a nice guy. I'm just a really good negotiator. It's really what it came down to. All right, well. Everyone's going to watch this video and think I'm like the laziest human ever because one person's paying. One person. Yeah, the other one's paying. Yeah, you're definitely a player. You're not necessarily a, a deep hobby guy. So I'm just, I got too much ADHD to sit down and. Uh, Building's not as terrible. Painting is rough. Because every time I get into like painting or anything, I become very like perfectionist, and it's I don't have you got to you gotta let that go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can yeah, promise yeah. you that you made the correct choice in passing off your your stuff to Brad to build because you don't like to build your MCP minis, so I can imagine. <laughs> Yeah. Just for reference for anybody listening, we're talking about House Escher for for Necromunda. Um, <laughs> so those things heads, are crazy. All their heads are two pieces. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Their their hair and their face are two different pieces. Yeah. No, I'm out. Yeah. No. So you, out. you made the you made the right call. That's that's 100 percent right choice. Oh, all right. Well, uh, let's get into Ultron. Uh, so looking at him. Now uh, you can see that we already have the the new updated card uh, posted to Cerebro. Uh, that got released back in the changes in November. Uh, Ultron received some of the updates that we've seen a lot of characters receive. Um, so kind of going over stats, uh, Ultron, he's four physical defense, three energy defense, four mystic defense. He has six stamina, uh, four threat, size three, and a medium move. 
he has the just a strike, except his is a range two six die strike instead of a lot of the characters' usual fives. After this character is resolved, he gains a flat one power. He has energy blast, which is range four five dice. After this attack is resolved, this character gains power equal to the damage dealt with a wild incinerated incinerate now added onto it. So after the attack is resolved, character gains the incinerate special condition. Uh, very good. Uh, he has the Metallic Fury Spender, range 3 physical, 7 dice, 3 power cost. Before choosing a target, this character may choose whether the type is physical or energy with a wild bleed. So after the attack is resolved, character gains bleed. He has the active superpower kinetic field generator, costing 3. Choose an interactive terrain feature size 4 or less within range 3 and throw it medium. This superpower can only be used once per turn. And then he has 3 passive superpowers. All will be metal. When defending against mystic attacks, count each wild result in the defense roll as two successes. He has Analyze and Annihilate. While attacking, this character may reroll one of its attack dice for each crit in the opposing defense roll. I believe this used to cost power, and now it is just free. So, very good there. He also has uh, Flight and then Immunity to Bleed and Poison. Going over to his injured side, uh, we don't really see any changes other than his stamina does drop down uh, one health. So... I feel like you can't really talk about Ultron without going over his specific tactic card, just to kind of put him in, uh, just kind of put him in a pool of everything that he's got going on. So I uh, will go ahead and look at Age of Ultron really quick. This is a Ultron specific tactics card. It's unaffiliated. As long as you bring Ultron, you can use it. Uh, it is reactive, and it is if Ultron is KO'd, he may spend eight power to play this card before removing the miniature from the battlefield. Ultron is not removed from the battlefield. Instead, he removes all of special conditions, flips his card to healthy, removes all damage, drops all objective tokens, and may be placed within three of his current location. So, it's pretty much, if you kill Ultron, you, you gotta kill him twice. So, very strong card. Uh, but, kind of going back and just looking at Ultron's card, uh, I think that he looks pretty good, especially after a lot of the updates. Having the choice between uh, six dice, just flat builder, so if you really just need to generate one power for yourself, having a flat builder as well as a uh, damage, power equal to damage dealt builder is, I think, very, very good. Uh, add on to that that this uh, attack is essentially uh, Cable's attack, except just one uh, range less. Uh, wild Incinerate on a five dice attack is pretty good. Uh, and then Metallic Fury, being able to choose your damage type, is also really good. And looking at Kinetic Field Generator, being able to throw a size 4 piece of terrain is strong. Being able to throw a piece of terrain within 3 is also very strong. And then being able to throw a medium is very strong. All three of these, both the size of the terrain, uh, the range, the throw medium, all those are exceptional for a character with a terrain throw. There's not a lot of characters that can kind of match that. And then uh, both with the Midnight Sun releases as well as the um, well, Convocation, there we go. Uh, a lot of mystic, mystic attacks becoming prevalent in the game. Uh, having a four dice defensive roll against Mystic that also counts your walls as two successes is uh, it's pretty good. So those are my thoughts. I, I think all around with this changes and especially when you add in just... Uh, the Age of Ultron on top of everything that he can do. I, I think that they've kind of really turned him into a, a pretty pretty solid four-threat piece. Uh, but I'll pass it over to you guys and see what you guys think. Uh, we'll start with you, Brad. What do you think? Um, Ultron might be my favorite, like, 
set of rules on a character that I'm not currently playing. Okay. Like, he's not in any of my lists, but every time I look at him, every time I think about him, I'm tempted to throw him in somewhere. I Incinerate's great. Uh, the throw's good, as you said. The mystic defense thing is really cool. Uh, flight, being immune to bleed and poison, that's when it's relevant, especially since we just learned that poison works differently than we thought it did. Um, yeah, finally learning how to play the game. Well, they did change the time. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I really like him. I think he's pretty decent all around. And that tactics card, one of the best tactics cards in the game, like character-specific tactics cards. There's really very few ways around it. One of which is Mystique. Uh, that is true. Yep. Finish him off with Mystique, he can't come back. Well, what about you, Brandon? What do you think? Uh, I I love Ultron. Um, I think it's a really, uh, really sweet character. I actually pulled up the old card just to see all the changes. Mm-hmm. Um, he got two extra dice on his strike. It used to only be four dice. Oh, okay, nice. I missed that one. The, yeah, the incinerate is new. Uh, it, it always gained. And the anal- analyze and annihilate used to cost two power. Uh, and those changes... Oh, and he used to only be able to throw a size three train. Uh, so the, the changes all in all took Ultron from borderline unplayable to a four threat model you can splash in any list and it's probably an auto and include in any cabal list uh, and i think he fits very well in a lot of other factions uh, especially ones that just need him like that don't aren't super stuck on like they have to have the five tactics cards because um as you mentioned you always really kind of want to bring age of ultron and as someone who's played a decent amount of Ultron, that card alone just makes people never really want to attack him. So he can kind of just sit around and just blast people. And it's with the medium base, medium move, like he gets to where he wants to be. Um, size three prevents, you know, some people from being able to throw him, some people from not being able to push him. Uh, he really is just there and he can cause a lot of problems. And then if you, do get to kill him as long as you play correctly odds are he's just coming right back yeah uh having that card on the table is just it plays such mind games with your opponent and i played obviously against you several times and you run ultron and i played against some other people around our local shop uh when they played ultron and I mean, you have to be able to deal with him. Otherwise he's just sitting on objectives and I mean, he has a pretty good attack suite uh a six dice strike a five dice with incinerate uh throwing seven dice spenders that he can pick the damage type throwing terrain at you like he just he does a lot of work and any time that you hit him it just feels bad because you know what's coming <laughs> uh so uh, put a lot into him just to do it all over again yeah uh so a couple ways if you guys are happening to play play against ultron uh to brad's point uh, playing Mystique is a very good uh, kind of anti-Ultron tech. You want to explain that, Brad, a little bit? Why um, is? Her shapeshifter ability does not allow uh, 
the target of her attacks to use reactive. Well, not even just her attacks. During her activation, you can't use reactive superpowers or cards or tactics cards. Yep. So it gets around anything like that, um, like Ghost Rider's card, that sort of thing. And she's also very good because, uh, again, for Age of Ultron, you need eight powers. So if you're able to land a stun on him, which Mystique actually yeah. stuns before the damage is dealt, yeah. uh, stunning him is a very good way to control him. Because if you can manage to catch him without that power, or if the Ultron players happen to spend a lot of his power in one turn, uh, and he's not sitting on enough where if you would KO him, he would have the eight power to do it. Uh, that's essentially how you deal with him. But uh, stunning him, uh, and again, Mystique stuns before she does damage with her spender. Uh, stun is a very good way to kind of control him if you see him across the table. But if you don't have any of that, or you don't have Mystique, it's he can be a real he can be a real challenge. There's there's a few other things like Deadpool can strip power off. Yep, and Rogue can strip power off. I might be forgetting someone. And those can make a difference, too. Yep. If the Ultron player, player is spending power and riding that Razor's Edge. Well, uh, try something a little bit new here. So if you guys were to play a roster and it was a roster that you were actually interested in, what affiliation do you think that you would kind of splash Ultron in? Like if you're going to go to... Uh, go to our local store this Wednesday, which is our play night. And uh, you're going to bring a roster or an affiliation, and you were like, I'll, I'll splash Ultron in this week. What what affiliation do you think that you would try to take him in? I think Cabal is an obvious one, but one that you guys are specifically interested in playing. Brandon, now's a good time to talk about the list yeah. you actually played. <laughs> can, I, can I go first? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I play Ultron in my Midnight Suns list, um, and I love it. Um, I was really looking for another four-point character. Um, I mean, obviously, Blade and Voodoo are auto-includes. Um, but in the lower-point games, I, I wasn't having too much success with uh, Voodoo in some of the lower-point games. Uh, kind of the ones up the middle, Gamma. Um, if you get even... If you get stuck on, say, Demons, but you get stuck with a lower-point count... Um, Having Ghost Rider and Ultron on the table at the same time, especially on like Gamma, is uh, it's real good. Uh, it's real good, and it's one of those that it puts the opponent. It's kind of what you mentioned. It's a, it's a huge mental game, and it's one of those where I don't have to do a whole lot in that scenario, but it makes the opponent really consider going. You know, after you know, do we go after? Uh, Ghost Rider, do you go after Ultron knowing that they're going to be in your face and they both hit, they both can hit really, really hard and they're both in your face going at it. Um, and then if with Ghost Rider being the bigger threat, if they're not, you know, paying enough attention or haven't seen the interaction, you can deal with the devil Ultron to Age of Ultron, Ultron, um, bringing back both characters uh, fully healthy or. Uh, maybe Ghost Rider injured, but Ultron fully healthy if they were both injured, if they did put a lot of work into both of them. Um, that interaction has been really useful. It's uh, really solid uh, because of the changes to Ultron. That's not something that would even been considered prior to the changes, but now um, it's real helpful. Um, 
and uh, he has seen a ton of play for me in that roster and i've never really been i've never had him on the table and be like oh man i wish this was someone else uh it's he's pretty well always done uh done the lord's work for me so i don't really have any complaints for it i have had the privilege of playing against that list <laughs> against you and there's not many games in MCP where I, I feel like I need to lay down and take a nap after, but <laughs> I think that was trying to wrap my head around both of them coming back was uh, it was one of them. So yeah, it really puts a mental strain on the opponent that I don't think it's ever really considered prior to. So it's a little bit of what about you, Brad? What what kind of list do you think that you would kind of splash him in and play? So the two lists I've considered dropping him in and just picked other options instead so far um, were X-Men and X-Force. And I start with X-Force. So he has, like you said, a very cable-like gun. Um, and so that gives you another long-range energy incinerate attack. And uh, if you can put out some incinerates in X-Force, you can kill everybody. Uh, so yeah. that that's him. And then in X-Men for a completely different reason. So I like his staying power for X-Men. I tend to play them uh, a lot more uh, objective-oriented. So his staying power on those objectives is pretty good. And then he's good tech when when Jason was playing uh, Convocation. I really consider dropping him in there because of the I will be metal mm-hmm. wilds counting double on mystic attacks. Wow. And he just didn't quite make it in, but he's always in my mind. To, and I'm thinking, do I need to replace someone? Okay. If I probably were going to splash him in something, uh, I think I would actually splash him in guardians of the galaxy. Ooh, that's Cause a good he, he, he hits pretty good he's very easily easily splashed in and you still get a lot of the good characters that you want and guardians runs a lot of really good cheap characters so if they do happen to kill ultron because you have him on like a middle gamma or you have him uh kind of deep in your enemy's lines uh you got nebula to uh to kill <laughs> if you need somebody you have a lot of good cheap characters that uh are, are good picks for age of ultron so and he's uh, pretty good with winning at token. Six dice with two rerolls, seven dice with two rerolls. Uh, I think that he would probably fit in there pretty good. So, yeah, I like that a lot. I think that's uh, spasa. All right, so uh, kind of moving on to our next little segment, uh, giving him a rating. So, uh, we'll start with you again, Brad. What do you think uh, on our? traditional scale that Ultron would probably fall on after his reworks. B plus. Was that a B? Yeah, B plus. Oh, okay. Alright, fair enough. That was quick and concise. I love it. If Brad said D plus, I would have drove to his house and fought him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no, being no, no. I'm just being real B, honest. <laughs> B as in boy, not D as in doy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you picked doy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I just, I, it's like, and for some reason, Jared heard D plus, and it's just like in my head, I was like, I'm, I'll go fight Brad right now. Like, I don't. <laughs> no, no, B plus. Yeah, B plus. And I, and I really thought about the A, but yeah. he, I, he's very solid piece. 
All right, what about you, Brandon? All right, um, I'm going to go out on a little bit of a limb here. I actually believe he is the second best model in the core box. Um, okay. With that being said, um, I want that on the record because I do think just as a flat-out model, I think he's very good. I, I'm I'm going to give him an A. Uh, I'm going to give him an A. And for, and you're going to be like, well, Brandon, you already gave another model in the core box an A, and there's another model that we haven't even went over yet that's probably better than both of them, and that is correct. Uh, the previous model that I gave an A was Captain America, mm-hmm. and he mostly got that A because of how good his leadership is. Yep. You take that leadership away from Captain America, I do believe Ultron's a better model. Okay. Um, I do think from top to bottom, I think it's just... And I think there's a good argument, but I think the Age of Ultron card is so good. And you can put him in so many lists. Um, something we had talked about with Captain America is that he doesn't really splash super well. Or isn't really considered when you're splashing models. I think Ultron is considered. And I think he can fit in really, really well with um, other affiliations. Uh, possibly a little bit better than Captain America. Um, you can yell at me in the comments. Feel free. My takes are my takes, and I will defend them profusely. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm gonna give him. A, I'm gonna give him a solid A. I think. Uh, I think he's great. Before right. Jared goes, I would like to cut in just to say, I'm changing my answer to an A. Oh, did did he sell you on it? I was already kind of leading that direction. It didn't take much. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, I got. I'll hard sell anybody. We can make it happen. I'll. Oh, geez, both of you guys today. Um, he is very good. He is he's very durable. His Age of Ultron card is obnoxious. <laughs> um, Come on, Jared. You were the holdout on Captain America. Are you really going to do this again? I might. Okay. The, the, the two things that are holding me back from him are that he... Which he doesn't need it. He's so offensive. I was gonna say him not having any sort of character displays, no, like no pushes. No, you can't throw characters. That holds me back a little bit. Ah, I was feeling really confident with my B B plus, and then you went and changed it on me. Yeah, but he can also throw the fist trailer into somebody. So that's he he can. There's not there's not too many uh, four threat characters that can do that. Any... Am I missing range, something? Range three medium throw is uh, is actually kind of disgusting. Are there any other four threat characters that can throw size four? Yes. Rogue. Rogue. Okay. Yep. Well, not just rogue. Black dwarf can also throw size four. Ah, correct. Yep. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Black Dwarf, but his See, is only range the, 2 instead of 3, so... It is and not. so is, so is Rogue's. Rogue's is only range 2. So Ultron and she throws it short, I think. Yeah, him throwing a medium is, is, you can, is nuts. Yeah, him and Dwarf throw can, medium. I believe Rogue's is uh, small or short. I will never... I will always call it small. That's my apology. I'm trying to pull it up real quick. It uh, is a short throw. You can tell that we play different things when I immediately thought of Rogue and and Brandon immediately thought of Black Door. 
Uh, it is a medium throw. Interactive train size four or less within two throws at medium. So they I'm all three throw at medium. medium. Yeah, they all throw three at medium, but only one of them is above range two, which is Jeez. important. Yeah, that range three throws. Like I use that every time I play Doc Ock. I'm like, wow, his throws range three. It's so it's so good. Ah, oh, I wish that Picking he... your attack type is also really good. Yeah, it's super strong. He's a very offensive piece. I guess with all that offense, I don't need he the has, character push. But he has defense, too, because he's not that easy to take down. And then when you do, he just is full health up. again. He just comes right back. That's I... why he doesn't have a displace. If he had a displace, he'd be broken. Yeah, you're you're right. I, I am missing that, or maybe even something. No, he doesn't probably need that either. He's good. I'm going to go A-. minus. I'm I'm gonna go A minus. I'm gonna bump it up one one tier from where I was. So full hard sell first model we we're all giving an A to A minus for me. So two A's A minus. Uh, all in all, good character. I think if you buy the core set, uh, especially with the updated changes to Ultron, I don't think that you're gonna regret having him in the box. I think that he's a good piece. I'm gonna regret He's a good-looking model. He's just he he's a little finicky looking at the instructions to figure out how to put together. But uh, yeah, good piece, good model. Uh, all in all, we we all think pretty highly of him, especially after these changes. So if you're just getting into the game, like I said, picking up the core set, I think that you'll be pretty pleased putting them on the table. He's extremely good in Cabal. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what his only affiliation is. Um, but he's exceptional in it. So, he also doesn't work when you're playing the core set against each other. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, if you also have the core set and you have this model, you also have the piece to help you play the ultimate encounter, which is a lot of fun. We've, we've had the privilege of playing that, and it's it's good. It's difficult for the good guys to win, <laughs> but uh, it, it's, a, it's a pretty fun one. So, Well, all right, uh, looking about an A for Ultron, so... We can kind of give our stamp of approval there on him. Uh, we'll kind of move on to our last bit, which is the comic books. If you're wanting to find a good spot to read about Ultron in any of the comics, I believe Brad has the hookup for us. So what do you got for us today? Yeah, I've got two suggestions. Both of these I have read. I, I didn't suggest anything I haven't read this time. The first is Annihilation Conquest. This is by Dan Abnett. Um, if you read other people's fiction, you know who Dan Abnett is, and Andy Lanning. Um, and there's a lot of artists because it's told in five different series, and then there's some one-shots, so I didn't list out all the artists. But Ultron is leading a phalanx army in, through space, taking over territory. Uh, this is the storyline where the guardians of the galaxy kind of form at the end of it. And that series takes off after this. Um, all of the Abnett and Lanning cosmic stuff is amazing. So this is a good storyline. Uh, you won't regret reading it. You'll probably want to read more of their stuff after it because it's very good. Okay. The other one is Age of Ultron. This is uh, Brian Michael Bendis, and it's mo there's a couple a couple artists in here, uh, but the main two are Brian Hitch and Brandon Peterson. Um, 
it takes place, it starts in um, a future where Ultron has already won and taken over the world, and he's killed most of the heroes, and he's hunting down the last few. And those heroes are trying to figure out what they need to do to stop Ultron. Some think that they should go back in the past. Some think that they should like skip to the future when his guard's down because they've disappeared and try to take him out then. Uh, Wolverine decides that he's going to go back in time and kill uh, Ultron's creator, Hank Pym. Oh. And so he does. And that does not make things better. And there's lots of twists and turns. Um, it's mostly pretty good. Uh, if you like Wolverine, there's a lot of Wolverine in there. Obviously a lot of Ultron in both of these stories. Um, that's what I got. Awesome. About how old are these, uh, both the series? They are both newer than 2000. Okay. All right, cool. So they're they're in the last 20 years. Oh my gosh, that's been 20 years. Um, Yeah. Age of Ultron, I think, came out about, like, right before the movie, shortly before the movie, maybe a year. It's where they got the name for the movie, but the storyline's nothing like it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't know I mean, that. The Age of Ultron has a lot of Ultron in it. Yes, yes, it does. I like it. All right. Well, that wraps us up for our uh, weekly character review. Uh, taking a look at Ultron. So, uh, if you guys don't have the core set, or if you're thinking about getting the game, please get the core set. It's such a good value. All the characters we've looked at so far from it, they've all been good. Uh, so I, I can't even I can't got rec- to the best one yet. Yeah, we haven't even got to the best character. I, I really recommend uh, picking up the core set. Uh, it, it gives you everything that you need to play. And even if you don't want to get into anything else, um, like at the moment, you don't want to spend too much money or anything. It's it's just such good value. So uh, if you guys don't own it, you should pick it up. But, well, that's all from us for this week. Uh, I don't have anything else. Do you guys have anything else? I think I'm good. Can't think of anything. All right. Well, until next week, I uh, hope you guys have a good time playing your games. I'll see you both on Wednesday. Um, and uh, talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye.